Let me let you in on a little something. Life is not easy. That's just the truth. The truth is harsh. The truth can be scary. But the truth, the truth will allow us to get out from under the lie. It's not simple to grasp what life throws at us. In fact, I'll bet every penny I've got that you probably feel out of control quite a bit, whether it be in school or work or in friendships or mentally. We just can't seem to get it together. And once we do, something else just comes apart. And to make the truth a little heavier, we aren't even capable of handling life on our own. No matter how hard we try, humankind, simply put, wrecks itself. From the minute we're born, we take the path of destruction. Yet even though we're basically doomed on our own, we continue to think that we don't need any help. But we don't have to do it on our own. And we shouldn't. We don't have to carry our fears or our worries. We don't have to be in control. We can turn to someone who cares so deeply for us. Someone who can actually become our foundation in our instability and make us stable. That someone is Jesus. All cards on deck, I never have it fully together. I used to try so hard to paint this perfect picture of this perfect person, and even though I knew I was nowhere near it, I thought that is what was expected of me. You walk outside, or you even just open your phone, and these obnoxiously loud images and news headlines scream at you, either telling you that everyone has to have it all together because look at these celebrities, or ridiculing someone who doesn't. Since I was a child, I carried this notion with me that if I wasn't perfect, there was something fundamentally wrong with me. Not until recently have people even started to try and expose the blanket that has been put over the truth and that's been fed to us our entire lives. The world, simply put, doesn't care about us. So yeah, being picture perfect is expected. But here's the thing. I'm not perfect in my flesh. I'm not in control of anything. Even if I wanted to be, I don't think I could be. But it's not because I don't want to. It's because no matter how hard I try, I won't ever really be in control. Because the world eats us up. Every corner is full of some kind of inconvenience that causes us to wobble and fall over and over. Or temptation that throws us for a spin. And the biggest thing is that the world is just constantly changing. There just isn't a way to be able to do everything and succeed the way we want it to because every external and internal factor is essentially working against you and your capabilities of holding the reins steady. Internal battles are a prime weapon of the enemy too. It's not just physical temptation. We get drained of every strength we might have in less than a blink of an eye. In all honesty, the internal mental battle is the one that I personally get tripped up on the most. It's the one that feels like it's the hardest to defend. Satan loves to send us thoughts of unworthiness and incapabilities. Satan is trying to intimidate us, to create an atmosphere of confusion and a feeling of failure. Especially when you're trying to get closer to the Lord, Satan retaliates. If you have something positive, he doesn't want you to see that, and he's going to do everything and anything he can to ruin it. He wants to frustrate you. Satan doesn't actually care about you. He doesn't care about the job you're having problems with, or the friend you're in a fight with, or that your grandpa just died. He doesn't care that you are already going through a lot. All he cares about is that you don't get closer to God. I'll repeat that again. The world doesn't care about you. Satan doesn't care about you. 
What he cares about is that you don't get closer to God. Why does he work so hard? Because he knows that life is frail and easily jarred. He knows that he can get to you that way. But he also knows that greater is he who is in you. And that terrifies him. He knows that it's not really you who is in control. It's God. And if you give God the reins, Satan knows it's going to be that much harder to get you back to him. More so, he knows how easily we are affected by emotion and fear, and he uses that to his advantage. That is why it is so urgent that we create a strong relationship with Jesus. That we refer to the Bible daily so we can have weapons of our own to strike back with. When Jesus was in the desert, Satan came to try and tempt him because he knew Jesus was in a state of disadvantage. But what did Jesus do? Satan tempted, trying to further torment Jesus in a starved state, But as it says in Matthew 4.4, Jesus answered, it is written. And he used scripture against Satan. Later in the same chapter, it says, Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. The reality is that the world is going to hate you and the devil is going to work harder against you when you become a true believer. And the reason is that God is where the real joy lies. Jesus is the true salvation. Satan disguises himself and his tools as light, but it's all just a facade to try and trick you. He wants your attention diverted. Also, we subconsciously have preconceived notions and expectations that dictate what we look for. And when it doesn't go to plan, it feels overwhelming and barbaric. That can just heighten the difficulties as is, and we begin to spiral. But it is so important that we realize that God works in unpredictable ways. Sometimes the Lord will use these times of chaos for correction or for instruction. When we are out of control, God's will can be brought forth through it. Tribulation builds hope and patience and experience. We just have to remember that we only see pieces of reality, but God knows the full picture. He is omnipresent and all-knowing. Our course of action should be to trust God with all that we've got. In the book of James, it talks about how we boast our plans, yet we don't even know anything for sure. Instead, we should be giving it all to God and trusting his will because he is stable. In chapter 14 of James, verse 13, it says, Now listen, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, If it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. All worry does is torture us. It doesn't solve our situations or our problems. It puts us in a false reality that we can control everything. We just can't. We shouldn't think we can, because God created everything. He knows everything. He is everywhere. Trust that the Lord will take care of you, and refer to the word that keeps us on track when we don't know where God is leading us. When we give it all to God, we are equipped with the strength, the wisdom, and the self-control that He provides us, that the Holy Spirit brings out in us, against things that could stir us further into destruction. God wants us to be saved, to go to eternal life with him, not to be worried about the stresses of this world. I love going back to Job for a classic verse. God giveth, God taketh. Job chapter 1 verse 21 says, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will leave this life. 
The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Praise the name of Yahweh. We are not entitled to anything. Psalm 8 helps me remember my place when I feel overwhelmed. I am not in control. It is not my burden to carry when my life is in Jesus' hands. Jesus overcame this chaotic world so we can overcome the noise with him. Psalm 8 says, Lord, O Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of the children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds and the animals of the wild, the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, all that swim the paths of the seas. Lord, O oh Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. We can forget who we are and what we're meant to do. It really is easy to be distracted by the winds of this world. The Lord calls to us, though, and he wants us to know that he is our loving father, our dear friend, our guidance, and our savior. We are going to be going through hardships in this world, but once we become saved, we no longer have to battle ourselves. Our battles become bigger than us. Our battles are fought by the Lord Almighty. He is the power in our lives and the authority that we can rely on. So if you've made it this far and you haven't given your life to Jesus, I urge you, let him into your heart. We were sinners who were out of control, who were destined for hell. But Jesus came to earth to be with us, to live with us, to die for us. And he rose up from the grave to save us. We can rejoice because even in times of despair and spiraling control, we know that we have a God who is battling for us, a God who loves us so much. Jesus is the narrow gate, and in Matthew 7:13 we are told, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter it are many. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few will find it. Don't wait another day. Life is hard, but the victory has already been secured. God has already won the biggest battle of all, and we can be set free through Him. It's been a while since I released episode 3, and to be honest, it's because life has been a little bit hectic. That's why I decided to record this episode in particular, although it is a little short, specifically because, especially lately, life has been just so out of control. It's been intense, and I think we all need to be reminded about how good our God is. Even though there is quite a lot going on, He is still our Father in Heaven who cares so deeply for us. I've been praying about what to upload, and this just seems right. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I know that God wants us to know that we are His children. The world, the devil, our flesh, those aren't in control. He is. I hope this episode spoke to someone, and I pray peace for each of you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I would be over the moon if you could leave a five-star review in Apple Podcasts and share this with your friends. As always, don't hesitate to message me over Instagram at the Metanoia Podcast because I love chatting with you guys. Prayer requests always welcome, and till next time on Metanoia. Metanoia.